Hello, and welcome to a very special Titanic Museum Attraction Podcast. I am Officer Emily, and every October for the last six years or so, our Branson, Missouri and Pigeon Forge, Tennessee museums have cleared the decks for a month-long observance of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Once again, as the days get shorter, the nights grow cooler, and the autumn leaves turn our majestic Smoky Mountains into a stunning canvas of orange, yellow, and gold. But our ships will be awash in pink. The official international color of breast cancer awareness campaigns. From our ship's highly visible locations, passers-by cannot miss seeing the giant hot pink ribbon draped at the ship's bow, representing the name of a Titanic passenger or crew member who managed to survive the sinking but failed to escape the cancer's undertow. Inside the museums, the pink theme continues to call attention to the International Awareness Campaign, as evidenced by the symbolic pink ribbons pinned to all crew member uniforms. We truly feel that Titanic's unique pink signature displays not only call attention to this important breast cancer campaign, they also remind us of the role each of us can play in helping to find a cure for this dreaded disease. Of course, back in Titanic's time, the curtain hadn't been pulled back on the subject of cancer. It just wasn't an acceptable topic of discussion on the ship, or any place else, for that matter. But later the subject could not be ignored by the 46 Titanic passengers who survived the sinking only to be taken down by three devastating words. You have cancer. Of that group, seven women passengers would later die of breast cancer. Among them were... Lucille Lady Duff Gordon. Lucy, a world-renowned fashion designer who changed the way women dressed. Her flowing, girdle-free creations were the talk of the fashion industry, earning her a nominate role in the male-controlled world of high fashion. Lucille was also a pioneer in the women's rights movement. At the time of her death in 1935, she was living in a nursing home in Putney, London. She was 71 years old. Jean Hippick. Jean was 18 years old when she boarded Titanic with her mother in Cherbourg, France. They were homeward bound for Chicago, where they were stars in the city's social circles. Jean later said that she slept through the collision and had to be persuaded to leave the ship. She married and was mother of three. She succumbed to breast cancer in 1974 at the age of 80. Constance Willard. Now, this 21-year-old woman was a bit eccentric and something of a mystery throughout her life. Little is known about her after leaving Titanic. 
We do know that she never married, and that later shows signs of what we now call post-traumatic stress syndrome. Constance died of breast cancer in 1964 at the age of 74. Eva Hart Eva Hart was only seven when she and her parents boarded the Titanic, bound for Canada. Eva and her mother survived the sinking, and her beloved father did not. She failed to shake the nightmares that followed, and at 23 confronted her fears head-on by returning to sea and locking herself in a cabin until her nightmares stopped. She was a strong supporter of women's rights movement and one of the last survivors with memories of Titanic. She was 91 when cancer claimed her in 1996. Benura Ayub. Benura was a Syrian teenager when she boarded Titanic, with a family group bound for Columbus, Ohio. She was a devout Mennonite Christian, married young, and had seven children. Later, with her husband gone and her family grown, she faded into obscurity until her death in Detroit, Michigan, in 1970 at the age of 75. Helene Baclini. Helene was only three years old when she and her mother left their native Syria for America, where her father was well established. Due to the coal strike, Titanic was the only ship going their way. When disaster struck, they managed to survive and reach New York City. Helene married at 26 and died at home at 29 following complications of breast cancer surgery. Elizabeth Bunnell, or Lily as her friends called her, was 62 years old when she boarded Titanic. She was unmarried with independent means and time to engage in charitable and political causes. She was traveling to Youngstown, Ohio to visit relatives. She survived the sinking and lived on until cancer claimed her in February 1936 at the age of 85. These were seven women from different walks of life with two things in common. They were all on Titanic and they all died of breast cancer. Memories of them have not been lost. Now, their names and their stories live on at the Titanic Museums, on our Survivor's Wall. Here, we honor them every day and look forward to telling our guests more about them during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Fast forward over a hundred years and cancer is still claiming the lives of those nearest to us. You may be hard-pressed to find someone whose life has not been affected by this disease. And on a very personal note, breast cancer and breast cancer awareness hold a very special spot in my heart. My mother-in-law is a breast cancer survivor. I met her 10 years ago while she was just starting her remission. 
She has now been in remission for 11 years, and in those 11 years, she has welcomed two daughters by marriage, four grandsons, and one granddaughter. They are all able to know their Nana, and she is here to watch them grow, something she wasn't sure about when she started her journey. For that, we are all incredibly grateful. But cancer doesn't care. Cancer doesn't care what religion you practice. Cancer doesn't care what race you are. It doesn't care how important you are to others or how amazing others may find you. But we care. The search for the cancer cure is ongoing, and the Titanic Museum attractions are proud to be active participants in that search. Helen Keller was once quoted, Alone we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. We want to do our part in putting an end to this illness. We hope you can do the same. Even if a donation isn't an option, remind your loved ones to look for the warning signs. Early detection is key. If you are concerned, ask your doctor for advice. Don't put it off. And finally, know that with the advances of modern medicine, just as in the case of my beautiful mother-in-law, there is hope.